6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Hashem 
ברחוב נשמס חיים.
JM in the AM, Thursday morning broadcast on this August 2nd, day 21 in the month of Menachem Av, the year 5778, Tufshin Ayin Ches. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a Thursday. You heard uh, Aish from Yaakov Shweki, Naftali Blumenthal, brand new with Wave of Faith. Ani Mamin, brand new from Yoni Z. Rogers Park, brand new with Ufaratsta. Miami, brand new with Shalom. Ari Goldwag, brand new with Via Hafta. And of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Thursday with 76 degrees, 83% humidity. Windsor West at 6 miles an hour. Scattered thunderstorms, a high temperature of 85. Then tonight, more of the same with a low of 76. Tomorrow, the same with a high of 85 degrees. Yerushalayim right now at 78 up in Guilford, New York. I am told the blue team has won color war. Camp Missouri, 67 degrees as you wake up on a Thursday up in Guilford, New York. And we say good morning here at JM in the AM. Well, Bakery Guy was at the game last night. We were at the Brooklyn Cyclones kosher night last night. And we finally got to meet Bakery Guy. Nice fellow. Very nice fellow. He says he wants to drop some stuff, some goodies off here today. Um, normally, of course, I would turn them down. Every single member of this team is is really, really anti-pastry these days. <laughs> I'm sure Bakery Guy's pastry is delicious. That's the reason we're anti. <laughs> Everyone's trying to uh, to discipline ourselves here during the summer, but. My mother's yard site is Shabbos. I was thinking if Bakery Guy does bring by some goodies, at least we could use them in the shul in the Mizrahi. My mother's third yard site is this Shabbos. Anybody who's in the area of the Mizrahi, the Lower East Side, this Shabbos morning, please stop by. Shacharis at 10 after 9, Kiddush approximately 11 a.m. Thursday morning broadcast. It's JM in the AM. Had a great time last night. We did have a great time. The Seagull Boys showed up, so I ended up going to the Brooklyn Cyclones game. Cyclones won. Syndergaard bobblehead, very cool. For those of you who follow baseball, very cool bobblehead. Uh, all the seats were 10 bucks. Great family entertainment. A lot of people from our community there last night. A lot. Uh, so we'll continue to uh, pay tribute to the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Cyclones in their high 18th year uh, as they continue to... Uh, provide great family entertainment, and they really they did a great job last night. Uh, they didn't get the entire menu. The rabbis would not li- allow the entire menu that uh, they wanted to bring in for kosher night because of the whole meat and milk. I had a feeling that would be the, that would be the case, but it was uh, really good, really delicious, and really nice. Um, got to see our good friend Mordechai Twersky. Shout out to him. Got to see Steve Cohen, of course. Shout out to him. Got to see Daniel Weiss. Shout out to him and a lot of listeners who came over last night. A lot of people who were um, who were coming over was really, really nice. Um, so yesterday we get a note, an email, as we say these days, from uh, a listener. And I love, you know, look, we love, from, we love hearing from everybody, frankly, no matter where they're listening. But it's really cool when it comes from, you know, halfway around the world. Uh, hi, Nahum, emailing you from Sydney, Australia. Just wanted to say how much we enjoy listening to your radio down under. It's great and enjoyable. Hope to either meet you in Sydney or Jerusalem soon. Best regards, Paul Mayer. Uh, P.S. You may know my brother, Danny, who's director of International Young Israel in Jerusalem. 
And Naomi Nachman was our neighbor in Sydney. Well, that's very cool. Well, Paul, I thank you. Spread the word. Tell everybody down under that for them, let's see, for us, it's what, 6.30 in the morning? So I'm assuming for them, it's about 8.30 at night right now. That's what I'm assuming. Is Paul sitting at his desk working and has us on in the background? Is that what I should assume? Because we're live here on a Thursday morning, but being heard all around the world, and it's such an amazing and incredible feeling. Thursday morning broadcast, JM and the AM, a lot of brand new music, including this, another brand new one from Yaakov Shweki. Hey, don't forget, before we get to Yaakov Shweki, a reminder, one hour from now, Shim Kramer, brand new music and his Aliyah story. The great Shimon Kramer coming into our studio to visit this morning at JM in the AM.
מלחמות קשות, רדיפות כואבות, בכל זמן, בכל מקום. עברנו את פרעה, נעבור גם את זה. עלילות שקרים, צוררים קשים, שרוצים רק להרוס. עברנו את פרעה, נעבור גם את זה. אז נצא כולנו יחד לחובות העיר, ניקח אוויר
JM in the AM with brand new Rogers Park. Off an album entitled Petersburg. Yaakov Shweki had Yishtabach. You heard Sandy with Hineyamim Tovim. Navar with Simcha Liner. Yehuda Green, brand new Mashiach. Shlemy Gertner, brand new with Beautiful Rain. And Yaakov Shweki actually opened up that set with Aleph Bays. Uh, here at JM in the AM Thursday morning broadcast on the 2nd of August, the 21st of Menachem Av. Good morning, all. A minute before 7 o'clock, we'll do our news from Israel coming up. Uh, again, a big thank you to the Brooklyn Cyclones. A lot of people in our community last night at the game. A lot of people. And it was uh, wonderful to see so many uh, listeners come over. New listeners who were installing the app as, uh, as the game was going on. It was a really cool experience. So thank you, everybody, at the Brooklyn Hi, clones. Much appreciated. Don't forget this coming Sunday, a big day at Uden's Appliances in Wyckoff, New Jersey, when we take the Lynx Barbecue Grill for a test drive. They'll be serving delicious uh, kosher hot dogs and uh, hamburgers on the brand new Lynx Grill. We'll be there with Facebook Live, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Make sure to be tuned in. 12 noon Eastern Time Sunday, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Should be another one of our interesting adventures <laughs> on the road. So we'll be there at Uden's Appliances, Main Street, Wyckoff, New Jersey, 12 noon on Sunday. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Round the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Do you think our uh, NSN staff members who are in Israel right now, who are traveling in Israel, are tuned in? I hope so. Special shout out to them if they are in their hotel room or on the road or walking to dinner or, or actually not dinner, walking to lunch, whatever the case may be. I thank you. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday next at JMNAM. Galay Tzal, Asha 2, Kan Ofek Albert, in Mashakor Akshav. תקרית חמורה הלילה בדרום רמת הגולן הסורית. צהל חיסל בתקיפה אווירית שבעה פעילי דאעש חמושים, 200 מטרים בלבד מהגבול. כתבנו הצבאי צחי דאבוש. כלי טייס של צהל תקף הלילה שבעה מחבלים חמושים של ארגון דאעש בדרום רמת הגולן הסורית. הם צעדו לעבר גבול ישראל והגיעו 200 מטר בלבד מהגדר. המחבלים היו חמושים בחגורות נפץ, רימונים וחמישה רובי קלצ'ניקוב. לא ברור אם מדובר בניסיון פיגוח, בצהל הוחלט לחסל אותם כדי להסיר את האיום. בינתיים בגולן השגרה נמשכת. במקביל רוסיה תגביר את נוכחותה בגולן הסורי על מנת למרוע פרובוקציות. כך תבחר סוכנות הידיעות הרוסית אינטרפקס. כתבת חצות החוץ אינן טונוב. על פי הדיווחים, משרד ההגנה של רוסיה מתכנן לתגבר עמדות של המשטרה הצבאית בסמוך לגבול עם ישראל. בין השאר מדובר על הקמת שמונה מרכזי פיקוח חדשים שיפעלו על מנת לסכל ניסיונות התגרות. אתמול אמר השליח המיוחד של רוסיה לסוריה כי מוסקבה הגיעה להסכמה על נסיגה עירנית למרחק 85 קילומטרים מגבול ישראל-סוריה. ובינתיים בעוטף עזה כוחות כיבוי פועלים לכבות דלקה שהתפתחה בחורשה הסמוכה לקיבוץ אור הנר, שמקורה ככל הנראה מבלוני תבערה. 
בדקות הקרובות יצא לחופשי אלישה חייבטוב, שזוכה הבוקר מאשמת רצח, לאחר שריצה 11 שנות מאסר. מבית המשפט המחוזי בירושלים, מדווח כתבנו גל חן. בני משפחתו וחבריו של חייבטוב כבר מתאספים בהתרגשות כאן, בבית המשפט המחוזי בירושלים. נזכיר כי חייבטוב הורשע בגין רצח עובד במועדון סנוקר בשדרות לפני 16 שנים. הוא ריצה עונש מאסר של 11 שנים, והיום, לאחר שבית המשפט העליון קיבל את ערעורו, הוא יוצא לחופשי. מאות מוחים חרדים בשעה זו בהפגנת הפלג הירושלמי בבירה. המפגינים חוסמים את צומת הרחובות שרי ישראל ויפו, וזו התחנה המרכזית במחה על מעצרו של אריק אתמול, כך לטענתם. עד כה 15 חרדים נעצרו, והמשטרה משתמשת באמצעים לפיזור הפגנות. כתבנו יאיר אורוויטו שמע אותם. כתבתנו מיכל צ'ין מזכירה כי בשעה חמש צפוי להתחיל מצעד הגאווה בעיר. שני שוטרים חשודים כי שדדו אלפי שקלים מעובדים זרים בדרום תל אביב בעת שערכו פשיטות על דירות ובתי עסק באזור. הם חשודים כי סחטו את הכספים מהמהגרים תוך שהם מאיימים כי יפגעו בהם. הם נעצרו על ידי המחלקה לחקירות שוטרים יחד עם שלושה אזרחים החשודים במעורבות במעשים ובשעה הקרובה יובאו לדיון בהארכת מעצרם. שלמה שרף, לשעבר מאמן נבחרת ישראל, יוצא נגד מינויו של אנדריאס הרצוג האוסטרי לתפקיד, ואומר בתוכניתנו עושים ספורט כי מהמינוי עולה רושם, כי נבע מהעדפת מקורבים. אם אתה מביא מאמן זר, לפחות תביא מאמן שיש לו איזה רקורד באימון של קבוצת בוגרים. הקבוצה שהוא גדל בה, רפיד וינה, לא רצו אותו כמאמן. למה נבחרת ישראל כן צריכה לקחת אותו? זה נראה כאילו שחבר מביא חבר. זה לא נראה מקצועי. אני אתפלא על קשטן ולאלי אוחנה תחזית מזג האוויר, טמפרטורות מעט נמוכות מהרגיל העונה, מחר התחממות קלה. אלה החדשות שעורכת גל ויצנר.
quién va. Did I did it up my mind? 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 Did I did it up my mind?
JM in the AM. Your Achmel begun Miami Boys Choir. The album is called Olam Va'ed Forever here at JM in the AM. Shimon Kramer is coming up. will be visiting us this morning here at JM in the AM. A big shout out to my friend Rush Limbaugh. Yesterday was the 30th anniversary of his arrival in New York and the start of his national show. And I reminded him last night that uh, we dined at Moshe P. King 30 years ago this month. <laughs> he said he remembered the one at um, Luigi Siegel, did not remember the dinner at Moshe P. King. Luigi Siegel was the second kosher dinner he had with us. Anyway, Mazel Tov Rush from all of us here at JM in the AM. 30 years, pretty remarkable. Thursday morning broadcast, it is JM in the AM, and thanks so much for tuning in. Um, before the uh, Miami song, you heard Yoni Gnut with uh, Simcha Shalmitzvah. Thank you to Mayor Weingarten for sending that over. Chaim Breyer, brand new single called uh, Eitz Chaim here at JMNAM. 20 minutes after 7 o'clock. Good morning, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget, this coming Sunday, Main Street, Wyckoff, New Jersey, will be at Uden's Appliances. Sunday, starting at 12 noon, doing some Facebook Live videos and meeting the people from Lynx Grill. They'll be grilling up some delicious kosher meat. They'll be giving out some samples. And we'll have an opportunity to tell everybody around the world about how amazing Uden's Appliances is. This coming Sunday, Wyckoff, New Jersey on Main Street at Uden's Appliances. Join us anytime between noon and 3 p.m. Yoni Z is brand new. It's JM in the AM. Every move I make, I'm breathing you. Every word I say, every single day, I speak of you. You bring me up, you take me down. My heart's awake and I see you now. And through the nights when I'm afraid, I close my eyes and I feel your grace. Every move I make, I'm breathing you. Every word I say, every single day, I speak of you. You bring me up, you take me down. My heart's awake and I see you now. And through the night when I'm afraid, I close my eyes and I feel your grace.
watching me from above the clouds. I feel you near every time I close my eyes. If I climb too high, you're always there to bring me down. If I fall to the ground, you're always there.
JM in the AM. A gentleman named Shmuley Horowitz just sent us that single, Mia Deer, brand new here at JM in the AM. Before that, Yoni Z, also brand new with a single entitled Up. It's uh, track number 12 on his brand new album. Um, Yurachmiel in the choir with Dar Dar from the album Forever before that. Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM on this August 2nd, the 21st of Menachemov. 76 degrees with scattered thunderstorms and a high temperature of 85. Big, big congratulations to the blue team up at Camp Misora. Yeah. They were victorious in color war up at Misora. So we say mazal tov to them from all of us here at JMDA. I want to thank Trucker Yitz for commenting. I mentioned the 30 years of uh, my friend Rush Limbaugh, who um, I uh, was in touch with yesterday on his 30th anniversary of arriving in New York. And Yitz says, hey, I remember when you were on the air uh, starting at 6.30 in the morning on 91.1. Right around the time you left WYUR, and it's much more than 30 years. Well, thank you, Yitz, for mentioning that. Listener Max says, good morning on our app. Bakery guy is around somewhere. I think he's the one who shouted uh, my name on Grand Street early this morning as he was driving by. If not him, I'm really curious who it was. So I thank everybody for tuning in and, of course, for acknowledging that you're a, a JMNAM listener. It is a heartwarming feeling. Rabbi David Gold. Oh, by the way, Shim Kramer in studio. He joins us a few minutes from now as we go ahead and uh, explore... A few different things, his music, his career, and his most recent, or I should say, upcoming move. You could say recent and upcoming in his case. We'll speak with him coming up here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, and here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. In the Talmud Bavli we learn, Reb Shimon ben Shatach once saw a person who was pursuing someone else. He ran with a drawn knife in his hand. When the assailant emerged, the knife was dripping with blood, and the individual he had pursued was lying dead in his blood. Reb Shimon Shetach exclaimed, What a Russia! Who killed this man? It is either you or I. Reb Shimon Shetach saw something obvious. There was no question that the Rodev, the pursuer, killed the individual that he was pursuing. But what can I do, said Reb Shimon Shetach, since your life is not in my hands, because the Torah says, Al edim only by two witnesses can someone be killed. He couldn't decide the fate of the man. So he said, Let the one who is Yodea Machshavos, the one that knows all the thoughts of human beings, exact vengeance from this person that killed the man. Before they moved from that place, a serpent came and bit the murderer, and he died. Babasali was the Av Beisdin in Morocco. A very wealthy person was bringing a widow to court over a very small sum of money. Babasali listened to both sides and then Paskin, he decided that the woman would have to pay the amount due to the other person. The woman began to cry that she doesn't have any money. Babasali told her that she has to sell everything in order to pay the debt. The almona cried bitterly, and the wealthy man raised his head arrogantly because he had triumphed and won the judgment. At that point, Babasali began to cry. The wealthy man said, Kavoda Rav, why are you crying? Babasali said, A Russia like you 
You are giving me great sar, great pain. There is no mechila for what you're doing, no forgiveness. The truth is that the woman is obligated to pay you, but it doesn't bother you at all that she has no money. The wealthy man was shocked and he began to shake. He asked forgiveness from Babasali. Babasali told him to say that you forgive the woman's debt completely, to which the wealthy man immediately did so. Additionally, Babasali said, you have to obligate yourself before the Beisdin to give this Almana a monthly stipend to sustain her. If you'll do so, I will forgive the Tsar that you have caused her. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Jam and AM Thursday, Nathan Diamond, Executive Director of the OU Advocacy Center, is with us live via telephone. In December, Congress passed the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. This legislation was intended to reduce federal taxes and simplify the federal tax code. However, the newly revised tax code now includes a provision that will impose new taxes on not-for-profit organizations, including unprecedented requirements on synagogues and other houses of worship to potentially pay taxes and file forms with the IRS. Nathan Diamond, Executive Director of the OU Advocacy Center, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning. Always good to be with you, Nathan. I appreciate that. We had heard about this, of course, and we know that it was a Trump administration agenda to try to, I guess we could say, do away with the um, uh, tax deductibility of contributions to not-for-profits. But, but all of us felt, many of us, I should say, felt that there's no way in the world when push comes to shove that it actually could be eliminated. Now, in this case, what, you're, what you and we are fighting is not that issue, correct? It's not elimination. It's, it's sort of the adjustment to the law that's going to make it more difficult on synagogues and organizations. Is that right? Right. This this is actually uh, going to impose a tax, uh, an unprecedented tax on uh, synagogues and other houses of worship, and then also uh, in the same bucket, taxes on nonprofits generally. Right. Um, without going into too much, you know, tax law detail and putting your early morning listeners to sleep, <laughs> um, basically, uh, uh, nonprofit organizations of all kinds don't pay taxes, right? right, right. However, there's, there's, there's one longstanding exception to that rule, which is if you're a nonprofit organization and you run a business um, that's unrelated to your nonprofit mission, and that business generates income, you would have to pay tax on that. So if you have some nonprofit organization, um, let's say they're a synagogue, or let's say they're a soup kitchen, but they also own, um, you know, an electronic store where they sell, uh, you know, uh, iPods and, and TVs and radios, they would have to pay tax on the profits they make in the electronic store. And, and this is, uh, by the way, this is not uncommon. There are a lot of organizations that set up retail businesses either to help their own constituents or to raise extra money. I mean, this is not a foreign concept at right, all. Right, But what's new, what, what happened in the tax law, and it was, it was buried in this massive tax law, and frankly, you know, the entire nonprofit sector didn't really uh, discover this until just a couple of months ago, is that one of the things Congress was doing in the tax code was trying to close various loopholes, or what they called loopholes, and on the for-profit business side, they said, you know what, 
employer, for-profit employers were able in the past to deduct the cost of giving their employees certain fringe benefits. So if your bo- for-profit company boss, right, you work there and the company gives you uh, parking at work, free right. parking, right. or it pays for your Metro card, right. or, it pay- or it has a cafeteria where employees can come and eat for free. Right. Employers used to be able to deduct the cost of providing those fringe benefits. So one thing the, tax, the new tax law did was do away with that. What they also decided to do, and this is what was buried, was to say, you know what, nonprofit employers, we're going to make you do some of that also. And with particularly relevant to our community um, is the transportation and the parking. So if you're a nonprofit organization, whether you are a, a shul or a day school, or some other kind of nonprofit and beyond our community, if you're a university or what have you, and you provide your staff with parking or you provide your staff with a subsidy for their public transit, you know, your Metro card or what have you, um, the new tax law says the employer has to pay a tax under this unrelated business category, that's where they stuck it, has to pay a tax on the cost of providing that fringe benefit to their employees. All right, Nathan Diamond's with us, Executive Director of OU Advocacy Center. What is the status of this Tax Cuts and Jobs Act at the moment? Oh, so the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, this is the big tax, so-called tax reform bill that was passed, you know, with a lot of fanfare back in December. So why so is, is it Why law. is it that you're asking people to get involved? Is there anything we could do yes. to change things? So, so we've been quietly trying to, we're working with a broad coalition of groups um, and we've been quietly talking to the administration, the Trump administration, to try to see what they could do. But we're at the point where we, uh, we, we, we need to ramp up the effort and get Congress to repeal uh, this section of the new tax law. And so just two weeks ago, uh, legislation was introduced in the House of Representatives. Yesterday, um, Senator Ted Cruz and Senator Jim Lankford uh, introduced legislation in the Senate that will specifically repeal this new tax requirement on the nonprofits. Um, and now, and, and now is the time that we're asking uh, people in the community to uh, call and email their congressmen, their senators, uh, to ask them to support this legislation and and get this new tax on. Nonprofits repealed. Now, as Nathan Diamond just said, and I'll read from the statement, legislation was introduced by the House to repeal the tax law section imposing this new tax on houses of worship and other not-for-profits. We are asking everybody to join this effort now, take action, and urge your representative. That's who people need to call, right? They need to call their congressman. Uh, they call their congressman, or they can go to advocacy.ou.org uh, and uh, and fill out and easily click through and, and email your congressman or senator to ask them to support the repeal of this uh, of this tax. Urge your congressman to co-sponsor HR sixty four sixty again HR sixty four sixty to repeal this untenable new provision in the tax law that unnecessarily punishes religious institutions. And charities. Again, you are asking your representative to co-sponsor HR sixty-four sixty, and it's no secret that we have people in many, many states of this uh, great land listening right now. So, not just New York and New Jersey, but everybody out there, no matter where you are—Florida, Illinois, California, and anywhere in Maryland, anywhere in between—we need every member of the House uh, that you can reach, and in whose district you live. 
um, to be contacted. So urge your representative again to co-sponsor H.R. 6460 to repeal this new provision in the tax law. The and, and the, the other thing worth noting is there's not only a monetary you know impact of this, um, but on the shuls and the churches, et cetera, in particular, they don't file uh, tax tax documents with um, the IRS altogether. Their houses of worship are exempt from filing with uh, returns of any kind with the IRS, and this would be an unprecedented uh, new step and entanglement of getting the IRS, you know, involved in looking at the operations of of shuls and other houses of worship in this country. So. Separate and apart from the financial impact, uh, there's that dimension as well, which is very concerning. Do you have a clue as to the potential for success? Um, we think we have very good potential for, for success. We, we, our, our conversations on the Hill so far have been very good. It, it'll, <laughs> you know, Washington's a funny place. Uh, you'd be surprised how many senators and members of Congress I've had conversations with over the past several weeks who they didn't know that this was in the tax law mm. that they voted on uh, last December. So, <laughs> um, you know, many and, – and folks like uh, Senator Lankford and Senator Cruz and Congressman Walker, uh, who introduced the bill in the House, um, they, they, they think this is just outrageous, and, uh, and, and they're going to work very hard with us to get this pulled back. But we need everybody to engage to make sure we can actually get it done. All right, Nathan Diamond and I and uh, many people in our community are asking everybody to get involved. Uh, you want to contact your member of the House of Representatives. You want to ask them to um, join in and uh, co-sponsor H.R. 6460 that repeals this new provision in the tax law. Nathan, again, uh, you gave an address where people could find who their representative is, etc. Where should they go? Sure, just go to advocacy.ou.org. Um, or if you can't remember that, just go to the OU website, OU.org, and click on Advocacy, and uh, we make it very easy for you to do this. All right. Thanks so much for bringing this to our attention, and good luck, and thanks for fighting on the Hill for it. Sure. Thank, thank you, Nachum, and thanks to all your listeners, uh, and have a great rest of your summer. Uh, thank you very much. Nathan Diamond, Executive Director, OU Advocacy Center. It's important, folks. Get involved. All you got to do is make one call to your uh, member of the uh, House of Representatives, and that is it Thursday morning broadcast? We promised you a new music alert Thursday. A new music alert Thursday. Shimon Kramer is in studio as we uh, get started in this very interesting music, Aliyah, and other topics conversation at JM in the AM. Shalom, 
J.M. in the A.M. Hey, my wonderful audience. Help me welcome Shim Kramer to our studio here on a Thursday morning. Thank you so much for being here, sir. A pleasure to greet you. Good morning. Good morning. We've been anticipating this for quite a while. Quite a while. Bring that a little closer to you. Okay, quite a while. And thank you very much. That was an Asia style that you had released as a single because we played it a few times in Port of Summer. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a special guest on there, am I right? Yes, one of my twins. And that is, may I ask how old he is? Just so He's people... now, will be 14 in a few weeks. Nice. Uh, Ellie. Very nice. Yes, he uh, he likes to sing that one. So one second, I, and I guess we'll jump right in. Go. Yeah. You have 14-year-old kids. I have an older one as well. And some would say that's a difficult age to move to Israel. I'm moving to Israel? <laughs> now, I know you're moving to Israel because I saw you at the airport. Your your family was, I was on. Just dropping a few people off. <laughs> your family was on the plane. No joke. Was yeah. it every other member of your family was on that plane? Right. Every other member of my family. And you go Bezrat Hashem on the fourteenth of on August. Fourteenth flight. Yeah. 
Jets, so it's very exciting for us. This decision mm-hmm. to move was made around, I mean the real decision, I'm not talking about you know contemplating it for years, the real decision was made around when? Like, So we went to Israel for the Twins Bar Mitzvah last year, right. I have twin boys, and I have an older boy and a younger girl, and um, we were going to this place called Aquakef, you ever heard of this place? No. It's up north, it's on the Canaret, it's Lake right. Toys, it's very exhausting. Um, yeah, <laughs> an adventurous it's day. It's a very tiring <laughs> experience, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, and we were driving back through the mountains from the Galil to Modian, where my brother-in-law lives. And my wife and I were sitting there listening. I told you we were listening to. We were listening to Avram Fried's new Israeli album, which we really like a lot. Nice. And um, <laughs> we were listening to that Nami Shema song that he does, uh, Shirat Hasavim. Right. And uh, I suddenly got that feeling, and I was like, you know what? We've been. We've always wanted to do it, but you never. We've always wanted. But to, you never seriously put it in motion till then. We never really seriously, seriously thought about it. You never downloaded a Nefesh Nefesh application. Of course we did, but I okay. never used it. I mean, because <laughs> right, you know, you, you printed it out. Yeah, but it sat there. Yeah, it sat on my wall forever. No, um, we we just you know we uh, we always wanted to go. We just never, didn't think the timing was going to be right. And when is the timing right, Nachum? Right. To actually, you know, for it to be perfect. But we. Uh, we were driving back through the mountains, and I got tears in my the, eyes. The kids were in the car. The kids were in the car. Thank God, sleeping. And oh, so they, they didn't know about this. <laughs> well, we were talking about it, but they weren't really listening. They still don't know about it. <laughs> exactly. They think they're on vacation. Um, <laughs> but they, uh, they, um, so that we were. I just got tears in my eyes, and I said to my, turned to my wife, and I said, "It's time." And she said to me, "I've always was waiting for you to tell me this. I wasn't going to say anything to you, but now that you've said it, let's do it." And her entire family. That's the story. That's the story. And I actually wrote an email to Avon Free to thank him. <laughs> and he wrote back. Yeah, I said, I just want you to know. Are, that, the people that was the in, are the people in Riverdale thanking Avon Free? I know. They, 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 they're, they're not very happy. No. Um, but they, uh, but she, yeah, she said, yeah, so let's do it. But, but again, yeah. there are teenagers involved. There are. And, it, you know, it's not like moving with two year olds. We, no. we know there's a big difference. They have to. I assume you'd like them to be aboard. Are they home from camp yet? Are they listening to this? Are you serious? <laughs> were, were they aboard? Yes, uh, three out of four. Uh huh. But, but you know what? It's but all four are there now. All four are there now. But they went together. It right. went on Nefesh Nefesh. Right. So, but the truth is, you what know, was that experience like for you? Was it a big deal that they were leaving and you were coming a month later? Or just, you it's know? kind of strange. It's kind right. of strange that I'm actually, but really just for that that day, right? Like, yeah, like, it was very emotional. Right. It was emotional because I actually would have rather have been part of the right. family and feel of it, them. and we're actually doing a uh, a video for our Aliyah, like an Aliyah diary of our of the Aliyah that we're putting to one of the songs from this album. Actually, so it's very exciting, and uh, it's like a you know the Nefesh the Nefesh experience, and. Yeah. And it's hopefully going to be shared as much. You know, on the possible. August yeah. trip, yeah. most of the flight is lone soldiers. You know, you are you serious? I, yeah, I, I hope they don't. <laughs> I, 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 hope they, I hope they don't give you a uniform. <laughs> what am I taking with me? I have to think. What's on the plane? Uh, I, I did not know that. Yeah. I knew that the first flight had 127 kids, right? And some of them yours. <laughs> yeah, 60 of them are mine. Uh, no, but, uh, yeah. So they. Uh, yeah, it's exciting. It's so, very exciting. So, should I assume that these fourteen-year-olds are starting high school in Israel? Yeah, they're starting in. Uh, we we're moving to Modian. Right. Please go the Teaneck of Israel. <coughs> and, That's uh, what they call it, huh? <laughs> it's just, the truth is, it's really you know, we have a lot of friends there already. And you'll be near the relatives you mentioned. My wife's entire family made Aliyah in Modian. 
uh, two brothers in Modi in, right. and um, makes it a little easier. One is in Hakotel, right. and one is uh, no, that's it. Sorry. What do you mean and Hakotel? My, you shoot it? Yeah, yeah. We, we, my wife has a younger brother. He's eighteen. Could you tell me his name? Aaron Lipser. Hmm, interesting. Good guy. Okay. Very good guy. So he uh, he's there, and my in-laws moved to Bet Shemesh, right. so they're not far. And, and what is your immediate family? I don't, I don't mean you. Everyone is in England. Everyone's in England. Yeah. So the hop, is, hop, skip, and a jump to Israel. Exactly. A lot of people, by the way, do that. You know, that's what I'm. They take be doing a day a or well. two. You know. I mean, the whole. We have a matzav. We have a plan. The All whole. Right. Uh, well, hopefully, it's coming together. May but, I impose uh, on on the on the plan and ask? What so the, the idea is? is okay. So obviously, when we had tears in my eyes and. So we have to do this. We had to think about what we were doing before we did it. Let's just get on the plane. At some point afterwards, you said, am I nuts? (laughs) I've been saying a lot. But uh, the idea is, please God, I'm going to be coming back once a month to Riverdale, to the RJC. Uh, Yeah, for one Shabbos a month and Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur and Shavuos. And um, then I'm going to be, they're letting me come in around my gigs. So if I get a call for right. a gig, I can come in for that Shabbos and then still do, you know, as much as I can when I'm here. So their plan is to come in five days a month. Are you still considered the chazan of the shul? Yeah, yeah. So who takes care of the other three weeks no, per month? I don't know. The gabbai worries about <laughs> yeah, that. The gabbai worries about that. And why shvuos? Like, why wouldn't they say because a meter first day sukkahs or first days pesach? That'd be nice to be. That'd be nice. Basically, pesach and sukkahs. I really want to be in it. Right. Well. Yeah, of course. Or wherever I'm going to be pesach, but it's, right. it's sukkahs especially. Sukkahs. Yeah, of course. When, when I was in yeshiva, last time I was in in Israel for sukkahs was in yeshiva in '96. That was when I was listening to Nachum Siegel on that. Uh, every third word I could hear because it kept, you know, that that on the internet. Right. When he first started, it, it out. was blipping through. Yeah, huh? it was. Uh, that was when I started listening to you. So yeah. I'm trying to understand this. So you go ahead and maintain your position as can- oh, yeah, so. as Cantor at the Riverdale Jewish Center. Yep. You're there once a month. Once a month. You're there for whatever Yom Tovim you arrange, as you just, as you just mentioned. Yeah. And again, if you're in for your musical gigs, yeah. right, with the different orchestras, mm-hmm. then, you, then, so I'm there th- then they'll see you a little bit more often. Exactly. And then um, three or four times a year, I'm also going to stay 10 days. Right. So I do another Shabbos in another shul because I get invited right. to have another shul. So, That's right. You do these guest appearances. So there's three or four other shuls that are already right. showing interest. So we're going to stay you know, right. 10 days for that time. Do you anticipate that part of your income will come from Israel? Yeah. So that's the it, that's the America part. There's three parts right. to this. So that's the America part. So we've only done one part. We've only done one part. <laughs> you have a complicated all Exactly. And, uh, uh, don't joke. <laughs> don't joke. Don't joke. I make, make things easier. I'm coming back eight <laughs> days after I go, to be honest. So it's ready. <laughs> yeah. It's You're really leaving crazy. the 14th. You'll be here the 22nd. 23rd. I'm leaving on the 23rd. Because of a wedding. I have a bar mitzvah and a wedding. Wow. And then I'm something in Florida and then another wedding. And then I'm coming back for five days and then I'm going back to Russia and Kippur. See, this is the big question. That, yeah. that is the, it worth it? That the wives have now as they're listening. Yeah. And that is, does your you know your wife obviously realizes this is now the flip side of this, yeah. of this arrangement. So. The truth is, the first two months are manic, but after that, it settles down. It settles down to once a month. The plan is to literally come once, in once you're a in month. your sukkah first night. <laughs> exactly. No, seriously, once you're in your sukkah first night sukkahs, yeah, it's a lot calmer. You've done the Rosh Hashanah Kippur. Yeah. You've done the crazy summer stuff yeah. that you had to, you know, you were exactly. So, it does so after a that, calmer. it comes, right. uh, you know, and also London is a hop, skip, and a jump away. So if you have to travel to London, right. it's a day, which isn't right. terrible. Uh, you know the people who are in Israel who shop in London for the day and fly back. I do. You know that. Many of them. Yes, you know a lot. Of them. <laughs> yes. You know too many of them. <laughs> do you know, I, I think it was was it Elal or was it United? I said to them, 
know, is there any chance? Because if you fly so many times, you have to get upgraded or whatever, as if you fly more times than not. So they said to me, um, Mr. Kramer, they go, of the 350 people on the plane, 300 are doing exactly the same thing as you. <laughs> oh my gosh, is that funny? So, <laughs> That's funny. But, there, there goes that. <laughs> but, uh, but the truth is, the plan is to hopefully, eventually, you know, stay in Israel as much as they can. Right. And, and so that's the second part of the plan. Second, the Israel plan is right. there's a chutznik market out there, which is great. Correct. So the Americans and the Brits and the Australians right. and and a lot of them in Modi and all that. Yeah. Right. So they, you know, not necessarily want an Israeli star party. Right. And, you know, but they, they may want a singer. They may like want a singer. And actually, there's a couple of ideas that already got together. There's a you know there's a band here called Coldplay. Sure. So um, Suri Brody. Sure. So they um, they're interested in maybe starting up an Israeli office and mm. a, a British office. So have an American pres- band in Israel and and England. Very so you know cool. just to try something different there. Mm. So I already got the a few. Com- book- the competitors are scrambling now as we speak. I've already right. got a few bookings there, which is great. So that's nice. good. Uh, so that's part two. And then the Chazanas thing. There's, I have a concert on November 22nd at the Jerusalem Theater with Simon Cohen. Oh. You know Simon? I certain, certainly do. And Gideon Zelemaya. So we're there. Nice. Doing that, which is something I haven't done before, which is So great. you're drifting into that whole Israeli um, cantor that scene. That kind of scene a bit, a bit. And then the third part <laughs> is, in Israel is um, hoping to start this non-for-profit um, with somebody from the States who came up with this idea. It's an incredible idea. Uh, and uh, this is kind of hopefully be like a day job-ish kind of thing for me. Um, the idea is uh, there's this organization in the States, in New York, called the Young People's Chorus. What it is, is it's started by this guy called Francisco Nunez, who 30 years ago, uh, he grabbed seven kids off the streets that were on the streets and and basically created kind of a chorus for them and built it up and up and up. And they performed, they started to perform. And the idea is now there's 450 kids in an amazing center opposite Lincoln Center and they literally are the toughest choir chorus to get into now in the country. All full of underprivileged, bad families, back hard families, t- tough, tough all situations. All um, No, all across. Everywhere. But they come three times a week, you know, after school. So the idea is then they, they come to the center, they feel like, and they get rehabilitated through the music. And not, now it's like the toughest choir. So they perform all across the country, all across the world. You might have seen them. They perform for presidents. You, you might not have noticed. These are the types of choirs we see on America's Got Talent. You know? But it's like literally right. full of, it's not, you know, it's right. especially They had r- rough, rough challenges. It's rough challenges. And they are amazing. So um, this individual said to me, would you be interested in starting up one in Israel? Where, with that in mind, with to that help in mind, those so kids who are, off the derech, right. kids that are, you know, that through music, through courses, through singing, bring them together and create three different kind of courses, which I think would be cool. One is a boys' choir, which I would run, a girls' choir, and a mixed choir I would find people to run, right. and we basically create different centers around the country for as many kids as possible. <sighs> and then you've been here fifteen <laughs> minutes, and I am exhausted <laughs> hearing about all this. My gosh! And then uh, they would perform in hospitals and rehabilitation right. centers. They would, you know, they would see what it's like. Unfortunately, to be in a hospital and rehabilitation center and to see what it's like to uh, perform in front of them, and Amazing. and basically build it up. And I thought, yeah, that's something I'd love to do. So that's obviously a big undertaking. When if you I get ha- there. if you ever if you ever establish an American friends, let us know that people out there might yeah. want to help out. The working title is Sheikh Ham. Nice. So uh, we'll see what it, I mean. That's something I really want to focus on when I get there. Now the choir leaders are scrambling. You have, <laughs> you have the orchestra leaders scrambling. Now you have the choir leaders scrambling. And uh, that's you know that's basically the plan. Right, sounds pretty. Thanks good. for having me. See you later. <laughs>
It sounds like your wife's not going to have to work at all. Because- <laughs> oh, she wants to start a gun in it in Modian. Seriously? Yeah. She's very, she's a very talented. The reason I ask is because very often we see that one parent the first year will not work just to continuously follow up on their kids on a daily basis to make yeah. sure everything's going well in school, et cetera. So, I mean, I'm, not that I'm prying. I, you, you can do whatever you want, as, of course, can your wife. I'm just saying that it's sometimes well, not common straight away. we see where one where one Not straight away. Eventually. Uh, eventually right. she wants to start again. Right. Yeah. Obviously, we have to focus on the kids right. and the family. And another crazy story, actually, was that we when we went to look for places, um, my wife went out in December. She found uh, a house for, for rent. That was the only place that was down, right. down, down, down. And um, and it wasn't really in the neighborhood that we wanted to be in, in Buchman and Modian. And then um, they said there's nothing really available, so we put it down anyway. And then I came out and um, in February, and the realtor said, there's one house that's come up that you might be interested in. And I was like, okay, but, you know, we, we have this house on rental. Right. And she says to me, you're going to want to look at this. So I was like, okay. She goes, it's the house behind your brother-in-law. <gasps> Like, literally take the fences down uh-huh. and make a double yard of the only part of the neighborhood. So I thought, if that isn't a sign <laughs> that, you know, and thank that, God I like him. And that's, uh, and that's where you'll be <laughs> yeah. living. Uh, that's where we're going to be living. That's so, where they are living already. Yeah, they're there. Well, they haven't moved into the house, but right. they're going to be there, yeah. So it's exciting. It's You know what? It's 15 by the years. Way, by yeah. the way, I was in the airport with them, as you know. Not here. Meaning yeah. in Ben Gurion. Uh, I think the luggage all arrived. So you don't have to worry. <laughs> I think it was all there, <laughs> all, all seven hundred pieces of it. Yeah, no, no, it, it was a, it was a, big, it was a big pile. I can tell you that much. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, yeah, so this video as well. We have a friend of mine, Gilly Moore. He lives in Israel. Right. He's a, uh, he's the a video guy. Right. So he, so what was cool was that we we in Moshava in the summer. My mm-hmm. wife works in Moshava. Uh, she's been there for seven seven years, and it's a great camp. The kids love it. It's an amazing, it's amazing. Camp. So Erev. Last Shabbos we were there, they do this kind of goodbye ceremony right. with backpacks for all this for all the Ali people people making Aliyah. And um Oh, there's more than just your family. It was incredible how many people making Aliyah for Moshava this year. I mean, there must have been twenty five, thirty people. I mean not families but individuals. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I was waiting to go up and then another name came up. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot of people. It was amazing. So they uh, they had what was nice is that they had like a couple of cameras to film the p- first part of this video that I'm doing for the Aliyah. So they, they did that part, and then my son Ellie took his iPhone and iPhone the rest of the trip, you know, through in the yeah. car and the plane, and and then when he gets off the plane, he's walking off the plane, and he's going down the stairs. The other camera guy takes over as he's coming out. So it's going to be emotional. I- I'll play you the song. Actually, this, from this has album. been one of the greatest segments ever. I mean, this is so inspiring. You can't imagine. It's so inspiring. We're very excited. And the truth is, if you don't go with a positive attitude, you know, there's so many stumbling blocks that you come across in these things. You do have stumbling blocks. And as you said, the kids, it's not easy, but we're going with a positive attitude and we're trying to be as positive as possible with the kids. And we feel like, and if we have that, it will just... Are your kids soccer fans? Yeah, huge. Manchester United. Because soccer's big in Israel. uh, I'm a big red fan. Soccer's big in Israel, you know. It is bigger than they here. were going World Cup crazy over yeah. there. Yeah, so. it's bigger than here. Yeah, uh, yeah, much much bigger. Um, Shimon Kramer's here. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Um, Riverdale. Yes, sir. A bastion of Aliyah still or not? Yes. A lot of people. Yeah. Do you do you know others that are moving from Riverdale this, this summer? Not this. But actually, been- yes. 
Senator Lieberman right. and she was on the plane. We, we, we spoke with them on the plane. Senator yeah. Lieberman is a member of my shul. So, right. um, and, uh, but and you remember other years where there were... Yeah. yeah. yeah there's a trickle, a nice trickle. Yeah. Miraverdale isn't the biggest neighborhood right. in the world. But so Teaneck has <laughs> more, in terms, but, or Burton you know, County in terms of, has more of an yeah. alia. Yeah, but Riverdale is very strong and Zionistically, and right. they, that's one of the reasons why it's been so comfortable for us. You know, when we when we wanted to do this, the show was so supportive. And the truth yeah, is I mean, that... they're keeping you there. Yeah, the God. fact that they're, come, they're letting us come back, yeah. uh, me come back once a month and making this plan work for us, it's really the only way we can do this as well. So right. in that respect, you know, we're forever grateful to the RJC. They've been amazing to us for 15 years. We've been here 15 years. Unbelievable. <coughs> Unbelievable. Right, the first to, time I came to you. To be, fa- <laughs> to be fair to you, we got to get to some more music. Oh, right? yeah, I forgot about that. You, this is a brand new <laughs> album. Yeah, very excited. You've named it Forevermore. Forevermore. And may I tell you, I'm in Hebrew. Right, and yeah. and you named it that because is there a forever? Well, the opening more, uh, track is forevermore, which we I brought out a few uh, a year and a half ago. Which um, is, which is the one that you alluded to was done? You, you said in this conversation it was a song that was done for the, with Alian. Oh, so, so the last one, Sion. All right, do you want to do forevermore or Sion? It's up to you. Which one um, should we go do first? Let's do forevermore first. Okay, so we'll do forevermore first. This is brand new from Shimon Kramer. How do people obtain the album? It's on every single downloadable thing you can possibly find. Seriously? It's not available on for hard copy. It's not you right. can't buy it in the stores, but it's available on iTunes, Amazon, and the whole album, the every- whole album, Spotify, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. You do what? Shim Kramer forevermore, and people. Yeah, that's it. Just search yeah. it. Yeah. It's brand new on a new music alert Thursday with Shim Kramer in our studio. Title track is called Forevermore. You're listening to JM in the AM. Find how human one can be 
Shimon Kramer, who the world insists on referring to as Shim Kramer. Ever since I got here, I was never Shim in London, ever. So how did it happen? I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) So it stuck. It stuck. Yeah, exactly. Did you title your album when you put your name on it as Shim? Yeah. That's funny. It's so less, it's consumer driven. Yeah, the consumer likes shim, so the consumer it's less gets what formal. they want. You know me, I hate formality. That's true. Anyway, so that's the reason. Yeah. Uh, theme of the song. Tell us what "Forevermore" that we just heard is all about. Um, looking at the world and seeing that you know what, there's tough times and there are very very tough times. And if you look around you and you see what you've got, you know that you know that's the most important thing. Look, you don't realize what you've got until you see it. Yeah, or until you don't have it. Yeah, that's true. That's what I meant to yeah. say. Yeah, but that's that song. It's a it's a very powerful song for me. It's a very emotional song for me. Who moves into your home in uh, Riverdale? Do we know yet? Yes. Am I allowed to say the name? I don't know. Yeah, very nice family from the community. Do they realize that uh, they're in a historic home? <laughs> one, one that housed the <laughs> size of the hasn't Riverdale. Hasn't fallen Jersey. down yet, so that's a good thing. <laughs> but, uh, Were you in the same place for fifteen years? Nine, uh, since 2009, I was in an apartment before that, yeah, and then we moved into this house. Do they understand the significance of being in that home? I don't know, they knocked the walls down pretty quickly, to be honest. <laughs> they, told, they got in the place. He's gone. Know. He's gone. Let's go. You walked out and they, and they got in the place. They didn't realize you'd be here an extra couple of weeks. <laughs> I came back and think, what? what? Came to get my mail. Uh, I'll tell you, anyway, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, oh, we should also mention that um, you are very often on the bandstand. In fact, in this conversation, we've learned that the United States, Israel, and England, and probably other places will now have the opportunity to yes, have you on gross. the bandstand. What yeah. would be the best way for people to bring you to their wedding or celebration? Same thing. I mean, I get calls on the phone. I have the phone. Right. Uh, I get calls from bands. And thank God, that's this is why this so is you kind work of with works. Everybody. I work for everybody. And the truth is, that's one of the reasons why I'm still here, because right. I had eight gigs between leaving them leaving and me going right. and then i'm back on the plane already it's but i had my first wedding in israel in between which is great so i'm where excited about it? that where was it no, where, oh, where i'm having be? it it's where? on the 20th of august it's in sharesh it's uh, i'm excited that's amazing. It's like 500 brits <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect it's a good start you know that's that's the uh you're in your comfort zone like huh? very much very much so i have to be called shim on there i think i'm not sure oh, really? <laughs> no, i'm kidding i'm kidding but uh, um, yeah, is is playing to that crowd much different? Do they do they do they have a a list of songs that they prefer that that we you know that would be different for us? It's slightly different, actually. It's slightly yeah. It's still still the same kind of core songs, right. but 
There's some golden oldies in there that yeah. we. Know. Karl Bach works its way. Yeah, Karl Sadek works his way into right. there somehow. You know, right. but uh, Sadek. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, but uh, you have to. You know, the truth is, I'm learning lots, lots more songs than I ever had because I know Israel market is slightly different to is to, right. to the market here. A lot of material out there. Huh? A lot of material out there. A lot of material. But uh, you know what? You know, you have to keep learning. You have to keep. As I, you know, the truth is, as I get older, I've been again. I'm forty. You're getting up there. I'm getting up there. I don't look it right. (laughs) You don't look it at all. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But as I get to that stage, you know, you have to keep reinventing yourself. You have to keep doing stuff. Thank God America's been amazing for us in that respect. And, you know, hopefully we'll keep it going as long as possible. But you always have to keep reinventing yourself. This album is a big push for me. I'm very excited about this album because, A, it's all my own material. Uh, You're uh, the composer. Yeah. Um, Who arranged with you? Anybody? Jan Freiter is, and everybody, everybody, all the the top guys are going mm-hmm. to Jan Freiter. He's amazing. He honestly is amazing. The truth is, he listens to you and he works with you, and then he creates something incredible every time. Nice. Like I want to play you this. There's that yeah, the next song. Yeah. Ha, um, Which one are we doing? The Hodu, the Hodu one. So this is like I want. I, I had ideas for a few videos for this for this album. So the first one, I actually did a video for the first one. Forevermore came out with Uri Restrich. How do pe- oh he's a name yeah and then we how do people find YouTube, that video just YouTube forevermore Shim Kramer and C R A yes that's probably why exactly <laughs> now you're wondering why you have the number of hits I'm you kidding, wanted C R A I M E R yeah so there's uh, for us an unusual spelling very of Kramer unusual. it's Welsh is it Welsh <laughs> I think so yeah it's not Kramer New York no that's for it's sure. not Seinfeld Kramer <laughs> <It's> not for- <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> anyway go ahead Seinfeld. <laughs> Uh, Monty Python. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so that what was what was I saying? I've lost you, track now. You were saying that this Hodu song has oh, yeah. a potential for a great video. So yeah, so there were all these videos. There was one, the Forevermore, and right. then I did a video with my twins, which actually has got a lot of views, which I'm very excited about. I did it with a few weeks ago. You played it a couple of times. The um, Sadi Katama, right. which uh, thank God has really got me a lot of uh, a lot of attention with the boys, which is great. That's uh, on the album. That's, that's on, on the album. album. Um, that was filmed in Roma with Uri Rastrich. That's Roma. That's oh, sure. in Roma's synagogue. Yeah. Right. Not Rome. Right. Uh, that would have been, been cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Me- meaning in Teaneck, New Jersey. Teaneck, New Jersey, right. Rome. Um, and that was another one. And then we're doing this one now for Nefesh Benef- the Nefesh Benefesh trip. Right. Um, and then there was one more that I wanted to do for this song. The idea was, it's, it's kind of a Disney-ish sounding song. The idea was to get kids to like enjoy wanting to come back to shore. That was really the idea for right. it. Okay, so you had, you know, it starts <laughs> off with me walking down the street all depressed because everyone's playing on the streets, all right? And then you get to shore and then suddenly everything becomes animated. Nice. All right? And then and the kids walk into shore and they see all these biblical characters popping out of the seats and all this kind of stuff and dancing around with the characters. And then it ends, it gets builds up and up. And then when it ends, it ends with me standing by the armored with like all the characters just fly into the sitter, you know, and then the sitter snaps snap, slap at the end. I gotta check this so, out. No, no, I wanted to make that kind of video. Uh-huh. It's twenty five thousand dollars animation for animation, like right. a, a, like for a minute. Right. It's so expensive. So please, God, if people you know like it right. and they think the idea would be great, then I would love to do a video for that. Hmm. But if you think of that concept while you're listening to this, you'll understand it. That's the idea. So it's called Hodu. All right, it's called Hodu. Shimon Kramer. Oh, it's got my kids in it as well. Say it my again? kids are in like five songs. They're in this one as well. Uh, yeah. Shimon Kramer, the album is called Forevermore. If you want to purchase it, and we recommend you do, of course, on this new Music Alert Thursday, you go to any of the traditional search sites for brand new music, all of them, 
whether it's uh, Apple or not, all <laughs> of them got it. Uh, and you just put in Shim and Kramer, C R A I Shim. Shim Kramer. <laughs> after the whole after that whole thing, you think I get it right? Shim Kramer, S H I M C R A I M E R, and you'll be all set. It's called Forever More. This one is Hodu, and it's brand new at JM in the AM. Shimon Kramer is doing his own animation in our studio. I'm so pleased the webcam was not up. I'm right at the moment. 
He was animated as he was describing to me and playing out for me the video he has in his head for the song Hodu. It's brand new from an album entitled Forevermore and a new music alert Thursday here at JM in the AM. Thanks for tuning in. I mentioned earlier, of course, I mean, for those who are just tuning in, you were at the airport to see your family off for their Aliyah. You are now going to complete the family's Aliyah by going August 14th. Mm-hmm. Now, I would assume that there was a big family and friends crowd at the airport in July when your family yes. left. Is anybody going to be there for you? I, I think it's breakfast time. I think I'm going to be in some place in my You ain't even showing just up. Just show up with my bags. The, you're not even, I'm here for coffee. You're not even showing up to the ceremony at the airport. No, they, they, what's really nice about it is that they're going to come and meet me. Which is very nice. That'll be amazing. So they're all going to come and meet me there. That's the that is, and then uh, that's going to be. I know. <laughs> I'm, that's cr- gonna be I'm a, crying already. That's uh, going to be a crazy <laughs> reunion. I know. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, and that's then, the scene. Ben Gurion Airport is the scene. Yeah, and then for you at least, JFK is going to be. JFK is going to be a bit no depressing, to be honest. No, no it's you want to come again, Nachum? We, we, we can't get. We can't get. I may be there. Do by you want to take me to the airport? I may be there. If you, want me, if you want me to hang out with you, I may actually be at that at that ceremony. But uh, but no one from Riverdale is coming to uh, to say goodbye. Uh, uh, Send you off. in the morning. And then, uh, a friend's going to take me, which is very nice of them. But yeah, I. Uh, Are they going to park? Or they're just going to let me go. I think. <laughs> I'm coming uh, back eight days later. <laughs> it's not like they're not gonna, they're gonna miss you. You know, <laughs> we we joke we joke about having the shortest aliyah when we come back the next day. <laughs> you you're you're competing with us, you know. On this, <laughs> someone said to me, my uncle said to me in Israel, I said, I have, a, I have an uncle in Beitar. Right. He's actually the what the the famous composer one with Yigal. He composed together some very famous Names. songs. No, his name. Of course, we know that song. He, that he, uh, Jeffrey Kramer, Israel Kramer. Wow. And he also, you know, he was on the albums with like MS Money. Oh come on, yeah. yeah. The, 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 real, the real one. My Not, favorite one is Be Emelit Yosha. Amazing song. So he did that. He wrote wow. those. So he says to me, "I hear you're making Aliyah." He says, "Okay, so I'm going to see even less than I do now." <laughs> That's, what he said. <laughs> That's right. That's when you go to Israel as a visitor, you make sure to see him. Now you'll never see exactly. him. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's so funny. It is so funny. <laughs> JM and the Am with Shimon Kramer in studio. All right. Um, give me another one here that we should do off the brand Let's new album. Let's do Sadi Katoma. People know that one. I yes. Do it. Yeah. I'm Our good. listeners know it both. Uh, this is a very interesting story as well. A guy in my shul 12 years ago, 13 years ago, says to me, you know, um, I have a challenge for you on a Friday night. Uh, for Kabbalah Shabbos, yeah. I want you to think of a song on the spot from for Sadi Katama every Friday night, just as a challenge. Every, just like come up whatever comes in your mind. Every Friday. Night? So I tried it for one time, and I thought, okay, this you know I didn't remember it afterwards, and then I tried it again about two weeks later, and I, you know, I thought this is fun, an and original then, song. Like yeah, just whatever comes to mind, just sing it. It's a challenge. So after about five weeks, uh, every every so often I do it. After about five times. I um I suddenly sang this, and it just stuck, and I just kept singing it every other week, and it just stayed in my mind the whole way through. And I thought, this wow, I can remember this one, and um I remember the remember my shul saying to me, yeah, yeah, you, you see, <laughs> you remember one. So uh, when my kids, you owe that guy a debt of gratitude. So when my kids grew, <laughs> my kids grew up and they started to sing, and I'll never forget when my one of my kids, you know, remembered started to pick up harmony you know when he, when he clicked and he clicks on a friday night we're sending singers and mirrors 
and he suddenly started harmonizing. Like he suddenly, it suddenly in his mind, you could see the his eyes widening. Think, oh, that's how it's supposed to. You're supposed to do that it. Sounds nice. <laughs> and uh, and he from then on he just started harmonizing. So he harmonizes, and the other one sings beautifully as well. The twins and we, and there they they started to sing with me. And sure. And they sing with me Rosh Hashanah Kip, which is very sad this year. Right. They're not going to be in the Rosh You're going to have to rent Kippa. some kids. <laughs> <laughs> you, want me, you want me to send over a couple if you want? I... Um, I'm not so sure. Um, and uh, so they started singing with me this and every so often on Friday night. And then I thought to myself, you know what? Let's record it. So we recorded it. And this is it. Unbelievable. So those who wonder if you can compose on the spot, <laughs> it's obvious you can compose on the spot. Brand new from the album entitled Forevermore, Shim Kramer, Sadiq Katamar at JM and the AM. Sadi kalato mohifro ki eres alvano miske shesunin avehisashem chatsros elokeinu yafrichu sadi. Oh, 
J.M. and the A.M. Search the name Shim Kramer, S-H-I-M-C-R-A-I-M-E-R for the brand new album entitled Forevermore. That's called Sadiq here at J.M. and We're calling it a new music alert Thursday, and for good reason. It's a brand new album from Shim and Kramer, who has family now. Well, he's always had family in Israel, but has immediate family in Israel. The big story is, of course, that his family made Aliyah a couple of weeks ago. And when, when we made Faliyah, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and on the 14th of August, he'll be on the Nefesh Nefesh charter flight making his own aliyah, and uh, we'll have his family there to greet him at Ben Gurion Airport, yeah. which Very is exciting. pretty pretty cool, I must say. Very exciting. Unbelievable. Yeah, so that's a lot on the plate. A lot on the plate is right. As I said earlier in the conversation, when you were going through all the different things that you're planning on doing over the next year, uh, it was exhausting just hearing it, <laughs> but there is a plan in place. There is. Do you, are you now, as some people become, are you now the uh, go-to person for advice on Aliyah? <laughs> that, yeah, hap- that happens often, it, I think. It is, yeah. I think people are, just, I think people are waiting to see what happens. <laughs> we will reserve yes, judgment exactly. <laughs> until we see how- Although there was a family from TDEC, um, I, I don't know, six months ago? No, before. Two, two months ago, three months ago. Who came up to me in Teaneck and said, I just want you to know that um, we heard you're making Aliyah and we heard about your idea and we've been wanting to do it forever. And because you're doing it, we decided we're going. I was like, are you serious? I was like, are you sure? He goes, yeah. He's like, it's a, you know, hopefully if we can you're encourage al- other people to do the same. You're already responsible for another family making Aliyah? I mean, if you can encourage people to do you're the same. You're not even there yet, Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was kind of shocked, but yeah, they, uh, that's what they said. So if, even you'll take you know, their word for it. Take their word for it. So that was uh, unbelievable. Very encouraging. The truth is, again, if you if you're positive and you try and do the, you know, try and be as positive as possible. One last topic I want to bring up with yeah. you. Can you give us any expertise on what's going on in England? Uh, we know government officials are. With Brexit? Well, not just Brexit. I'm talking about anti-Semitism. Oh. We know government officials uh, either purposely or, or, or accidentally drift into uh, you know, the wrong crowd, bad statements, uh, controversial stuff in regard to the Jewish community. We know it goes on in other European cities. Is it dangerous for Jews to live? In London and other cities in England, how would you describe I the situation? I suppose it's like when you hear the news here about something going on in Israel, right. and you always have that feeling of like things are closing in. Right. But when you're there, it's different. You don't feel it as much as you as you do as you do here. Would your family in so, England agree with that? Yeah. So yeah, that's the truth. In England, when you're in the Jewish neighborhoods and you're in the you know society there, my brother he goes he he works in the city. He works for the Home Office, which is like the State Department. Right. So he. Gets on his gets on the subway with the yarmulke on. No one cares. And, you know, if you make it something, then it's an issue. Does do things happen? Yeah, of course things happen all the time. Um, is Europe in trouble? I don't know. It could be, but in England, I think people are nervous. Very, very nervous about about if 
if this other administration gets in right. it's things will change um but you know the the conservative party right now i think the prime minister right now is very strong with israel very strong with the jewish community and i think that they people realize that what i think is not is noticeable this time is that um the country realizes what the labor party is like right now i think it's you know it's it's not it's in the focus you know, people understand it's there. It's in the spotlight. It's in the spotlight, which yeah. is pos- possibly the best way it could be in right. in the situation. So, right. have things changed since I've left? No. Same thing. No. And and what you're saying goes for any major city where there's a major Jewish community, because it's not just London. There's Gateshead, Manchester, yeah. all these different places, yeah. right? Manchester's you a would very say big the same community. Thing. Yeah, I have family in Manchester. Right. Um, and Manchester's like the second biggest community in Gateshead. In England, Gateshead is really the shiva. It's just the shiva right. there. Manchester is a big community. Gateshead's in a in a in a challenging area of the of the country, correct? It's in Newcastle, near Newcastle, so it's northeast. Meaning, if not for the yeshiva, it would not be an Absolutely area not. for a Jewish neighborhood. Yeah, Sunderland had a Jewish community, a big Jewish community, but again, these communities have moved on. London, Manchester are the big communities. Leeds has a community, but yeah, I mean, again, there's only two hundred seventy five thousand Jews in England. Right. You know, that's less than Teaneck. You know. Right. <laughs> so, you know. So. How about Bournemouth? Bournemouth is a is a gateway. It's like going to the Catskills. That's what they were basically. Say, yeah, yeah. The it's the Catskills. <laughs> when you say gateway, you mean vacation yeah, place. Yeah, basically, it's a vacation <laughs> place where you know it rains every other day instead of. We laugh about <laughs> it. We laugh about it because we've been told. On I've never been there. Although yeah. I'd love to visit, I've never been there. But we've been told that Bournemouth is equal to the dilapidated hotels of oh, of the Catskills. And yet, they model themselves on the dilapidated yes, hotels in the Catskills. And, and, yet, <laughs> and yet, from what we're told, the wealthiest people in England go there to vacation. That's what we're told. <laughs> so it's pretty funny that they, you know, to, to get it's away, true. that that's where they go. But this is a beach. This is a sea. There's a right. kosher hotel there. Right. You know, it's it's not that many places. There are not that many places in England right. you can go to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's the vacation spot. Did you follow the World Cup? I did. Were you upset the U.S. wasn't in it? Uh, I would have been more upset if, if England had done badly and the U.S. weren't in it. But I was following right. England until the last. What they do? The game went made the semis. They were in the semis and they lost in the semifinals. They lost in the semis to a country of like two million. Right. It was a very unfortunate. Oh, they lost. To they Croatia? lost to Croatia. Croatia. Yeah, which was. Unfortunate. This just happened. How did I forget that? <laughs> like, you'd think I'd remember that. You're, you're a baseball fan, aren't you? Right. You're a big baseball fan. But that you'd think I'd remember. I mean, Croatia. I tried to all. get into baseball in the 15 years I've been here. It's Nothing, just, huh? When you come from another country, it's different. You know? It's right. like you're getting into cricket. You know? By the way, I have a great story <laughs> for you. I go to I go to a game in April yeah. with my boys. It may have even been called my pace. I don't remember. We go to Yankee Stadium. Yeah. It's freezing. You know how it is in April. And we're sitting next to a uh, a couple yeah. who are speaking in noticeably British uh, accents. Yeah. And I say to them, and it's a couple, so you know, I'm even more admiring of the woman who comes in this weather, you know, to sit through a baseball game. And I said, you know, where are you guys from? We are. We live in England. Mm-hmm. We watch baseball on whatever cable channel, you know, and we're so into the Yankees. And we came to New York, the first time we're ever in New York, and we said we are going to go to Yankee Stadium. <laughs> How long did they stay for? The entire game. <laughs> wow. in, I was shocked. I said, I said, but the good news was the three Yankee stars each hit home runs. Okay, so I, I, always, so, I so I turned to them. I said, boy, you picked the right day to come to Yankee Stadium. I always go with good intentions. <laughs> you know, I always go with the idea, I'm going to really try and enjoy this. You know, I sit there with my kids, I sit with my friends, and I watch my friends go, this is awesome. I'm like... Okay, stop talking. 
you know that it's you know you want to watch the game and no one's actually watching the game and then they like the happy rides and yeah. it's like it's true it's i was at a game i will say it's a family it's a right. family experience. experience i was there last night with my kids in the yeah. game and yeah. it was just it's just like we we i i could almost tell you what happened during the game exactly there you go as long as you remember one play but the truth is every time i've been the Yankees have won. Oh, you're a good luck charm. So, I, you know, that's another thing. We and, need, and even when they were losing... You can't leave here now. I know, the truth, we need the you truth, here. <laughs> <laughs> I should go to the Mets. Apparently, they need some help. That See that? I knew that. Very good. Very good. They certainly do need some help. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Anyway. I'm actually staying with a very good friend of mine, Ari Wartelski. Randy Wartelski. Oh, we know. Yeah, so we're staying there for a few days. I've been, uh, I'm a nomad because I've got no right. house. Right. So, we're going. I'm, I'm staying with various friends until I go. And then uh, Ari's a big Mets fan, so... I'm sorry, Ari. Yeah. <laughs> he must be very frustrated if he's a big Mets fan. Yeah. Um, and in Israel, will you attend a, uh, a Maccabi Petah Tikva against the Maccabi sure. uh, Ramat Gan uh, contest? Absolutely. <laughs> you will? Absolutely. Not in basketball, not uh, in soccer. Uh, uh, soccer, okay. I'll or in basketball. football or whatever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, well, my kids want to start playing as soon as they get there. So. Soccer? As, yeah, there's a team I think they can be a part of in Modian. Oh, so they're into it. Yeah, it's soccer, yeah. Yeah. No, because you mentioned that one of your kids is into baseball. Basketball. basketball. Oh, it's basketball. Yeah. yeah, basketball. Shim Kramer, everybody. How are we wrapping up? Which song should we How say goodbye to? How many more we got? With? Just one more? You got one more? Okay, so we'll say goodbye to uh, Sion. We'll Sion. Because you're going to be saying hello to Sion. <laughs> there's a couple. Let me just get a couple of other songs on this album that are yeah. different. You know, there's there's one actually, it's just a piano song. Um, which is which it, one is uh, it? I, I try to, I've written a few piano tunes myself just to, like, just to have as... What do you Instrumental. call it? It's called Anthem for a Rose. So that's uh, that's another one I'm very into, a very emotional song for me. You hear that in the background? What is, are you playing it? Yeah. Thank you. Oh, he's a little piece of it. Thank track. you very much. Um, there's another song for Who Kaylee, which I'm very excited about. Oh, one more thing before we move sure. to the song. So there's one more project I'm going to start working on very soon, which I'm Whoa. very excited about. Uh, uh, um, in Moshava, there is a phenomenal group of Mishpachot there and a group of, of Sevet there. One of the people there that are the Tarragons, Rabbi and Robertson Tarragon. Amazing people. And Robertson Tarragon uh, came up to me and said, there are so many songs in my head right now, that words, psukim, throughout the entire Tanakh. That need that melodies. That need melodies. Right. She goes, we always use Adi Mamin, we right. always use this, we always use this. Adonalam. Yeah, exactly. Actually, for who Kaylee is Adonalam, so <laughs> whatever. But this is the next project. <laughs> but um, she said to me, you know. There's some beautiful she sat, So I sat down with Robertson Tarragon. And she gave me 25 different Pesukim that have never been used before. But all, I would assume, very meaningful. Amazingly right? meaningful Pesukim that, that basically have new words. And, and I'm going to be spending some time making a project for her uh, of these songs. And Amazing. so we're going to have, you know, I can write the melodies. I just need the words. Right. So she's given me a whole bunch of words which I'm very excited about. And between the authors of the Tanakh and David Amelach, there are uh, so know, many. But, but pretty, just, good, pretty good stuff. But you know, there are. There are some that really fit beautifully to tunes. So that's what we're going to be working on as well. Amazing. Yeah. Shim Kramer, we are highly recommending that everybody purchase his album. It's called Forevermore. Search for it online. S H I M C R A I M E R. Yeah, don't blame me. That's the way he spells Kramer. C R A I M E R. He is uh, heading to Israel on the 14th of August. Was, I said to my shul, like, yeah. we had a goodbye shalashidus. So I said to them, you know, um, it was kind of emotional. So I thought, how am I going to end this? So I said to them, you know, uh, we love you very much. We're going to miss you very much. And if you ever want to come and visit us, we're moving to Beersheba. <laughs> 
are, are you alluding to the same type of invitation that I'm about to get? <laughs> You're not really going to be in Modin. <laughs> You're in Chatzar, all the way up north, but you're telling us you're in Modin. So when I'm searching for you, I'll never find you. Shim Kramer is moving the 14th of August to Israel. His family's already there. They were on the July Nefesh Benefesh flight. Uh, it is a well-publicized story, this whole Kramer Aliyah, and goes hand-in-hand with the brand-new album that uh, we're going to wrap up with, a song entitled Sion. And this is also With Your Children. With two of my boys. My and twins. this is your composition. Yeah. And very appropriate for the bulk of our conversation yes. this morning. Thank you for having me. We want to wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. I look forward to another one soon. And we look forward to more and more. <laughs> and after all, you're gonna be here exactly. so you're gonna be here so often. <laughs> exactly. We may see you more often see than more we than, the old days. More than my uncle, that's for sure. Thank you very much. Yeah, uncle, sorry to tell you. <laughs> not a chance, not a chance. Shim Kramer, our thanks to him on a new music alert Thursday at JM and the AM. The song is called Sion. Check out the brand new album online uh, through all the sources where you buy your digital music. It's called Forevermore. Shim Kramer at JM in the AM. I've listened to the stories We've traveled far and wide The melody accompanies me With each and every stride A word with so much meaning A promise to this land It calls on us to sing our song For the world to Understand come true to share them all and stand up tall to care for me and you it radiates a feeling through all its history it gives you soul to make you whole it's beauty plain to see
שלא מרגישים את הלהבה אשר בוערת מבפנים היא בתוך הנשמה מהירה וחמה יש אנשים המחפשים את האורות במקומות הרחוקים את הניצוץ התמידי שבכל יהודי J.M. and the A.M. That's uh, Yaakov Shweki. Uh, Aish is the name of that one. Thursday morning broadcast. J.M. and the A.M. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody, and being part of this amazing and incredible listening experience. I want to thank Shim Kramer. Really amazing and uh, remarkable, frankly. Brand new album. Look at the comments we got on the app. My gosh, when we played the Hodu song, 
<laughs> we played the Hodu song. Listener Danielle wrote, oh, my God, it sounds like a Disney song. Cool. Trucker Yitz put on the address where he just bought the album on iTunes. Shlaimi E says, what a fun interview. Great job, Nachum, as usual. Thank you for that. Uh, Jacob, uh, Dvora, they're all out there uh, with compliments about uh, the show and the conversation. Thank you, Shim Kramer. That was a tremendous amount of fun. Good luck with the brand new album, obviously, and with your Aliyah which is so inspiring and remarkable. Reminder, this coming Sunday on Main Street in Wyckoff, New Jersey, we will be there at Uden's Appliances starting at 12 noon Eastern time. From 12 until 3, they'll be test driving the brand new Lynx Barbecue and Grill. Lynx Barbecue and Grill, the test drive, is this coming Sunday. They'll have great kosher uh, hot dogs, hamburgers, a whole bunch of stuff that they'll be doing over there uh, for everybody to enjoy. So make sure... Uh, to get over to um, Wyckoff, New Jersey, this coming Sunday, Uden's Appliances on Main Street in Wyckoff. If you're not able to make it, remember, you can see all the action by going to Facebook Live, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. We're going to do a couple of uh, Facebook Live interviews with the person who runs the grill and knows everything about it, with the people that uh, know all about appliances at Uden's. So it should be a lot of fun. Uden's Appliances, 12 noon until 3 o'clock this coming Sunday. You're all invited to see this grill, to check out all the appliances, as be part of a very interesting shopping day. Um, again, Uden's Appliances, Main Street, Wyckoff, New Jersey. It happens this coming Sunday, noon until 3, uh, with delicious samples off the brand-new Lynx Grill. Make sure to come and check it out. Again, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. JM in the AM, Thursday morning broadcast. Plenty happening today, by the way. We should run through this starting at um, 9 o'clock, right after JM and the AM, Unlocking Greatness with Charlie Harari. He'll speak about creativity today. Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs happens at 10 o'clock. Miriam L. Wallach with That's Life at 10.30. Today, uh, Allison Josephs is uh, joined by Vered Ben Sadon, co-founder of Israel's Tura Winery. And Miriam Wallach is joined by Beth Steinberg, co-founder and co-director of Camp Shutaf and one of the 2017 Bonet Zion Prize recipients. That happens at 10.30. We'll do a live lunch at 11 o'clock. JM Rewind will feature Yehuda Green and his amazing visit to JM and the AM. That's at 4 p.m. today. And the Arab Shabbos show brought to you by our wonderful folks at the Kedem, the wonderful people at Kedem, with Mark Zamek will air for the first time at 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Make sure to be part of of all of our incredible programming. If you want to support us here at JMNAM and the Nahum Siegel Network, you can sponsor all or part of one of our shows. Go to fjbunity.org for information. Again, fjbunity.org for the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, fjbunity.org, and sponsor any or all of a JMNAM broadcast, whatever it is you'd like to, uh, to sponsor. Rogers Park is brand new at JM and the AM.
AM in the AM, brand new Rogers Park. Album is called Petersburg. It's brand new here at JM in the AM. A great visit from Shimon Kramer. Really amazing visit. I thank him very much. Also, I remind you, Nathan Diamond was on earlier. Contact your representative in Congress. Contact your representative in Congress. You want to urge your representative to co-sponsor H.R. 6460. H.R. 6460 to repeal the new provision in the tax law that punishes religious institutions excuse me, and charities. Okay, again, you want them to support H.R. 6460. My brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Round the world on the web at NachumSegal.com. On the NachumSegal Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. That'll do it. A full day of NSN programming is coming up, including Charlie Harari, who is next. Make sure to be tuned in all day long. You'll be glad you did. Uh, we'll live lunch starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Tomorrow, of course, we're back starting at 6 a.m. with JM and AM. Make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, I'll come to go reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.